and he plays like just as much as I do. So we've been playing together for like the past three days, and uh, it's pretty funny. He seems like a good guy. Does uh, does your playing to- together predate him being on your friends list? No. Or did you become friends and then start? Okay, so it wasn't like just some guy you like randomly encountered in a Halo game, and he was like, Tanaka is fired. <laughs> yeah, nobody gets that. Not everybody. <laughs> I was on, and I, you'd be surprised how many ways people from the South mispronounce Tanaka. <laughs> I can't even. I Tanaka can, Naka is fired. <laughs> I think I always get Tanaka is fired. Tanaka is fired. Fag. Yeah, you got me, Billy Bobo. I fired my penis into your buttocks, queer. Or as, or as you're called in Halo, four twenty weed apocalypse. <laughs> Tell me that's real. It isn't. You know what is real though? Lion Yeti. There was a Lion player, Yeti. There was a player on uh on Halo whose name was Lion Yeti, and me and God of the Cold spent probably we, it was a snipers match, so you know it was like fifteen minutes long, and we spent the entire time talking our teammates' ear off about how terrified we were of the Lion of Yeti. Of the Lion Yeti. Can you well, imagine? Well, yeah, because it combines the worst things of a lion and a yeti. Yeah. Well, I don't know how you'd make a lion a yeti worse I, by I'm, I'm like imagining lion. I'm imagining except like, maybe that they travel in packs. I've always imagined that you know the yeti is you know a biped, so this is like a centaur scenario where it's got the abdomen <laughs> of the yeti, but the body of the lion. So it's got the intense strength of the yeti, but the superior speed and hunting prowess of the lion. Truly terrifying. So bad. I would just use a name like that for intimidation factor. That is the terror beast. <laughs> the terror beast. It's true. We don't speak its name. We just call it the terror beast. Yeah. It's like something. Well, anything from an else M. would be to invite Shyamalan it into Ding your Dong abode. Movie. Yeah. It's the thing. His first R-rated film, The Lion it. Yeti. The the, the twist is it's actually films. a Yeti lion, not as scary. I just love it that the, the villains in his films have become increasingly abstract. You know, like, the village, it was the thing. We don't speak its name. It's just out there in the forest. And oh, I thought time, you were going to say modernization. Yeah. Well, this time, you know, it just is a thing. It's a happening. It's an occurrence that you don't even know what it is. Pretty soon it's going to be like photon particles. Yeah. <laughs> the Quark by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> The quark is the enemy. It turns out you are a quark. Oh, crap. What if we're all like You're a one sub- atom on a giant's fingernail? You're a subatomic particle. That was the secret that they all escaped into the village in the middle of nowhere to escape. They were like, no one must know our dark fate. Half of it's us true. are protons. Half of us are neutrons. <laughs> Some people out there, the outside world is like electrons, maybe. <laughs> The metaphor. We're all like one big chunk of Tanzanite. <laughs> Delightful. We should probably clap before we continue. Because I was also like, you know, recording for a minute and a half before I realized it was going to take you 20 hours to get set up. Oh, Joel, you are so wise. I've trained you so well now. <laughs> Bark for me, dog. <laughs> all right, let's do this. One, two, three. Nice. Let's hope that actually worked because you didn't say three, so... I, I did say three. You just don't listen. You said three? It's All right. 
Joel, two and a half years and all the love drains out of this podcast. We can't even I listen to each other anymore. I heard one, two, and then I think maybe you clapped, but I waited that extra beat for where three would oh, be. Oh, then it's, it's useless. Do you want to try again? I guess. Oh, by the way. One. What? God of huh? God of the Cold. Apparently he's done a podcast with one Paul Thomas Chapman, who has hated on our clap. He says it's what? childish. It's childish? Apparently our podcast lacks production value. And I say, we talk about that all the time. That is not a, a secret. Paul leads into his podcast by screaming Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> quotes. I, Ours I, is childish? Are you saying Arnold Schwarzenegger is childish and not incredibly manly? Although, every yes. time we do an Arnold Schwarzenegger quote, I want to scream, I don't need the gun. That's, I don't well, that's not an Arnold Schwarzenegger quote. That is a Freddie know, Mercury quote. But that's of, of all the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, that's my favorite quote from any of them. Yeah. Like, just that picture. Well, he's never going to give it to you. Yeah. When, when somebody posted that picture on the forum, I, I, I laughed. I'm not going to lie. The picture is enough to make me laugh. <laughs> Uh, you you are but a simple man of simple tastes, Joel. That's true. I get, I can't get enough of fat Aussie villains. How does how yeah. does the clap lack production value? What is wrong with that? <laughs> Whatever. Let's just clap. I think the only problem with the clap is that on the last podcast, I forgot to cut out the part where we We're, joked about you giving me the clap, and I was like, man, that joke is so lame. Yeah. Wish I didn't forget to cut that out. <laughs> It's but it's all editing. Uh, what what those, are you gonna do? It's a joke that's so lame, but it's right there. You've got to take it. Yeah, we would be remiss in our duties as the lamest but best podcast on the internet. <laughs> so I guess we're doing this again. Yes. All right. One, two, three. All right. Did you get it this time? Did I you think, hear it? I think I, did it? I think I think it's good. Man, you know what this podcast is about? Like video games or something. Oh no! Or at least that's what I hear. Oh no! Did you did you play the Ninja Gaiden demo? It came out. No, I did not play the Ninja Gaiden demo. That's I, okay. I didn't play it either. I was gonna, but then people were talking about the actual game, so I totally blanked on the fact that the demo was out. I've well, been... I have not played the demo because I've entered the Metal Gear Solid Vision Quest. Oh no! I I'm replaying them. And in the case of three, gonna actually try and play it. Did you build again. like a, a trash bag hut around some bamboo poles in your yeah in your backyard so that you know you can I'm sweat it out? Burning and have a psychotropic herbs. <laughs> I'm gonna for once and for all, I will divide my true feelings on the Metal Gear Solid series. So, I played Metal Gear Solid One, and I have two things to say specifically about that game. First is the 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 melodrama in that one is just like fine tuned. It's like just to a T. Everything's so perfect. It just works together. And the second thing is, I wish someone would introduce me as Dave Riley, giant and shaman. <laughs> How do you decide it, which of those you say first? It's so great because all the other members on the team, it's like decoy octopus, master of disguise. Psycho Mantis with his powerful psychic powers. And it's like Vulcan Raven, giant and shaman. <laughs> I, I don't know. Did you get the good end of that or the bad? Well, it's like, a, what, what do you bring to the team? Well, I'm very large. 
very, very large, and I have some sort of tenuous connection to ancient Native American rituals. Are we talking like, uh, what was it, Alpha Force, the Canadian superhero team that was around in the 80s? Did you- <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'm familiar with this. I can't remember if it was Omega Force or Alpha Force. I'm sure somebody will correct me, but they had a shaman character in that because, you know, Native Americans could only grow to be enormous size in American um, superhero teams. But this one had a magical bag, and he could throw things at people. Was it the and Six Demon Vulcan Bag? Raven. Yeah. Well, it's, it's sort of like a Six Demon Bag, <laughs> not unlike a Six Demon Bag. But he did not have an enormous machine gun. Yeah, I know. Well, I was going to say that was his backup power. He's like, being big is good. Giant chain gun also good. <laughs> That's the magical thing he pulls out of his bag. <laughs> it's like the, the only power that this bag has is its ability to conceal a massive minigun. Well, it's not very fair that, like, Vulcan Raven gets all the toys. It's like you fight Revolver Ocelot, and he's still stuck in 1860. <laughs> he's like the <laughs> cult single-action army, the greatest handgun ever made. And then the next boss is Vulcan Raven, and he's in a tank. <laughs> The tank. The it's greatest like so tank the ever handgun. made. <laughs> it's like, the tank. The greatest pistol ever made. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just kills you before you have time to argue with it. That'd be, that's like, I'm imagining like a scene from an old western where, you know, he walks out, he's got his Colt revolver, he sweeps yeah. his jacket out of the way, and then the camera pans up from his feet behind his shoulder. And there's yeah. a tank at the other end of the square <laughs> with a cowboy hat on and like a <laughs> sash around its turret. Yeah, it's got a poncho. So, <laughs> all right, iPad. draw. It's got. A <laughs> <laughs> you missed, and then he just like shoots it six times as the tank reloads. <laughs> it just shoots him again, and all the oh no, revolver ocelot smoldering cowboy boots. <laughs> We're going to need a whole lot more than some dude's arm to fix this one. Oh, my gosh. How many clones can we make? I love it that uh, already from the previews of Metal Gear Solid 4, you can remake the hand-gestured GIF. Yeah. Thank God it's for that. That was maybe already the, there. The, the soul-saving moment of Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> You've just been hand-gestured. What I want to know, though, is uh, how did they manage to get Nicolas Cage to allow them to motion cap that? Yeah, they must have paid him so much money. That's why Nicolas Cage isn't in that many movies anymore. He's living off the hand gesture dividends. Yeah, I mean, he can make movies like uh, Ghost Rider because he loves them. He believes in that project. Well, now, yeah, he's just doing it for the love of the art now. He's made his millions. (laughs) Think of how many copies of Metal Gear Solid 3. And each had a potentially infinite number of hand gestures. (laughs) <laughs> there legends tell of people who would play that game until the disc was burned through by the laser just to see that cutscene. Uh, <laughs> the best part delightful. about that is not not only does he do the hand gesture, but his secret special ops like call that brings all the special ops soldiers to him is like a, a meow. <laughs> you know, like the oscillant from which he draws his name. He's like, maybe. All right. <laughs> and like, is that yeah. the signal? Dude, I think you, our boss is. I don't know about him, but the <laughs> hand gestures and the meowing. I can't tell if he wants me to attack him or he's just attracted to the can of tuna I just opened. 
if you're going to name yourself both? after if you're going to name yourself after a predatory cat, you need to pick one of the big ones. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you re- know, well, Revolver Mink was already taken. <laughs> Revolver, Revolver Lynx. <laughs> well, lynxes are even kind of big. Well, yeah, but I don't know. A lynx is like the size of a a very large house cat. I mean, they're not huge. Like, if you ran into a lynx in the wild, you might be afraid, but only afraid that it would hurt you, not that it would kill you. Well, I don't know. I, mean, I think anything that enters into the mountain lion range of, like, critters is... It's not something you want to deal with. It wouldn't necessarily be able to take you down. But, like, ocelots, you could, like, put them in your pocket. And then it might thrash <laughs> around a little. And then you'd be like, oh, come on, revolver ocelot. Now I have to buy a new coat. Oh. But you'd never be like, oh, no, revolver ocelot is attacking me. You, you know, what like, if they... Man. They should have flip-flopped those names and made him ocelot revolver. And guess what? And he, he has a gun that shoots ocelots? You guessed it. Oh, man, this is really ruining my day. <laughs> they get up all in your face and they claw at you. <laughs> it's like I can't aim oh. with all these cats. The problem is it takes forever to reload. Otacon, I keep getting shot by ocelots. <laughs> They're crawling in all my nooks and crannies. Snake, I had sex with my stepmom and maybe <laughs> I'm the father of my stepsister. I don't remember. But yeah, I'm playing a little Metal Gear Solid 2 now. I'm right about at the end of the tanker mission. I'm sort of liking it. It's cool to see Snake back in there. And I'm just, I'm wondering what's going to happen to Snake on this magical adventure that is Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah, right. I mean, What's going to happen to Snake is that he fades to the foreground as he plays Raiden for 60% (laughs) of the game. 60? It's like 95. Really? I never beat that game. Dude, seriously, you play Snake for like 45 minutes. Once you beat that uh, lesbian Russian chick on the boat, I pretty much stopped. I yeah. was like, I've already, sh- I've <laughs> shaved her armpits. I'm done. I've got my yeah. trophy. <laughs> that was, man, if only they included that as an option. Maybe like a Microsoft achievement. <laughs> I'm turning them into a hat. Achievement it's unlocked. Keep my ears warm. Olga, not totally gross anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, how are you going to be a soldier? You look like a 12-year-old boy. I don't even understand. Yeah, she was like the worst boss ever. She's like, I'm going to run behind these barrels. Yeah, I'm and hiding you, behind this tarp. That was her power. Tarp. Yeah. Well, no, didn't you have to shoot the tarp up to obscure the light so you could see her? Um, you could do that. You could also, shooting the tarp would also, you could see her behind it then. Oh, okay. You can also just shoot out the light. That's, that's when the game's still going really good. When I got it yesterday, I'm playing it and I was like, did I just forget and, like, I actually like this game or something? Because I'm playing. I'm like, I'm having fun. It's, even the cutscenes aren't bothering me that much. And then I get to the part at the end of the tanker. And the Ocelot takes off his glove. And then Liquid Snake's hand starts talking. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Wait, I, I remember it. why I hate this game. I don't understand. Does the hand actually like form a mouth and like do the you know the thumb over the the forefinger? <laughs> that like, that would be a, better. He like drew an eye on it, gave yeah. it like a little a little chest metal so that you well, know with, it was something. with the permanent marker. He draws yes. the the big lips on it, <laughs> brother. Hello, it's like seriously, snake. I don't. Is this a joke? I don't <laughs> get. I mean, I don't know. I still kind of feel bad about the losing the hand thing. I. I know I didn't do it, but I was there, and now you appear to be crazy. 
Uh, and Ocelot's all like, get out of my brain, liquid. And then Snake's just like, whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's not, it. He is so... Eh, whatever. He's not shocked at all. He's very cavalier, Snake. He's seen it all on the battlefield. <laughs> on the battlefield. Can love bloom on the battlefield? Huh? A talking can, hand? Can artichokes bloom on the battlefield? Well, it depends. I just like, I don't know. He's seen a lot of crazy stuff. Or maybe, you know, he's really just totally dead on the inside. He would pretty much have to be after seeing, like, if, if he wasn't before the talking hand, like, what could possibly happen in yeah, the that's future? Even, I mean, I guess that they had some kind of weird stuff in the original Metal Gear Solid and that, you know, they had a guy that would psychically control you and a camouflaged ninja, but... That's not as weird as a talking hand or the arm of an enemy that was chopped off and then fused with the arm of another enemy. Well, the problem is I I felt so guilty playing it today because like just the day before I was uh I was like defending the, what they were talking about in Metal Gear Solid 1 to Graziella because she was like, no, that sounds stupid when they're talking about like genes and fate and blah, blah, blah. I was like, no, no, they're just talking about like, you know, the fate of your genes. Like your genes determine who you your are. Your genetics, logically. <laughs> like what, what you're going to look like and crap like that. And she was like, oh, okay, that's not the impression I got from that. And I was like, no, 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 I'm right. And then this one, it's like, no, your genes determine that if your hand is grafted onto someone else, <laughs> that is now half your body or and your body half talk. the time. Yeah. Brother! And you talk it with his accent. I think if, if you had the ability to graft somebody's hand or if you could graft an arm onto my body, I think I would feel ripped off if all you did was chop off my already existing arm and then put another one on it. You know? Figure out how to give me a third arm. If well, no. See, he lost the hand in Metal Gear Solid 1. The ninja cut it off. Oh, that's right. So, <laughs> I'm wondering what kind of surgeons they had on hand. It's like the base has almost been blown up. Metal Gear is destroyed. Liquid is dead out in the snow. Maybe that's what preserved the hand, that he was in the, the sub-zero Alaskan temperature. And that, like, preserved it until they could get him into a surgical ward they were like okay think 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 what kind of hand we got need a hand oh okay we got a body okay let's go ocelot <laughs> you're in the room now ocelot's hand meanwhile has been this cut hand off needs for a like, body transplant it's been like 15 hours <laughs> since his hand got cut off he hasn't even received medical treatment unless vulcan raven giant and shaman had applied magical powder to it my question is, Vulcan Raven was also dead. Why didn't you get you some of that action? Yeah, dude. You could I mean, I guess his it. body was devoured by his pets. Yeah. The, the <laughs> I like crows the, that the he speech. controlled turned against him. They, they were ravens. It's in the name. <laughs> I like the speech he gives, like, right before you confront him. He's like, many people think the ravens are scavengers, but they are not. In fact, they are scavengers but it's different and let me tell you why he's like they are simply returning to nature what is not needed i'm like but they're still scavenging it <laughs> so your yeah. logic is flawed but i wouldn't expect any more from a native american here's some firewall. listen buddy you got in from turn affirmative action let's just come <laughs> straight up you're the only dude of color on this team did they? Yeah, there was no equivalent on uh, 
in Metal Gear Solid 2, there was no sort of there was no other tokenism going on. There was Vamp. The bisexual vampire. That doesn't I don't know if you can really compare someone who's bisexual to someone who's Native American. They've both been discriminated against. I don't know. There was a black chick in Metal Gear Solid 2. I guess, yeah, that's true. A, sniper or whatever. No, Sniper Wolf. You're, no, Fortune was the chick in Metal Gear Solid 2. Well, she, she was a sniper, though. She had a rail gun, at least. Yeah, she also had, like, a force field. <laughs> Didn't everybody have force fields? No, just her, I think. I'm pretty sh- I don't know. I feel like Ocelot, at one point, she, like, turns against Ocelot and shoots at him. And the force, his That's because she was a triple or possibly quadruple agent. <laughs> but wouldn't that Ocelot just... is such a high an agent that you can't even... There's no numbers anymore for <laughs> how many times he's double-crossed everybody. There's like three double-cross in the first game. <laughs> Half of them are after the ending credits. Uh, and I'll... then he double-crosses like his boss in like the third cutscene in Metal Gear Solid 2. <laughs> He, like, shows up and he's like, oh, Snake, I knew you'd be here on the tanker. And then, like, you play the whole tanker mission and Ocelot's nowhere to be found. And then at the very end, he shows up. He's like, the Metal Gear Ray. And then, like, the other guy's like, hi, I'm Russian guy. What's up? And then he shoots him. He's like, I never liked you. The single action army. The greatest handgun ever made. (laughs) I don't think it's very fair that Ocelot talks a big game. But it was indeed Big Boss who told him to use the single action army in the first place. So it's like I feel it's like on the internet when people say things without giving proper credit. I think every time he says the single action army, the greatest handgun ever made, he should be like, as brought to you by Big Boss. <laughs> or something. Or like Big Boss told me to use a handgun because before I was using a revolver and being sort of a pussy or like uh, an automatic and what it, and holding it, it wrong jammed. and it kept jamming up. And he's like, you're holding the gun wrong, huh? An automatic. That's my Have favorite thing about the Metal Gear Solid games, that everything that's said to Snake is destined to be repeated verbatim as a question. <laughs> it's like, look out, Snake, they got a hind D. Huh? A hind D? <laughs> What I was most disappointed by was I played the whole first game and never once did he say, Secret Weapon, Metal Gear. I swear that I remember that being in the game. I guess I must have just made it up. No, it's in, uh, it was in um, Mega 64. It was? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe that's where I got it from then. Secret Weapon, Metal Gear. Huh? A walking tank? Huh? A surveillance camera. <laughs> like, surveillance camera? Come on, Snake. What kind of command, like, stealth commando superhero That's not even that you? weird. Huh? Bread? <laughs> he wakes up what in the morning. What did you think we were going to make the sandwiches out of, Snake? Huh? Snake? Snake. Colonel, what's going on here? It's like, you are the most credulous secret agent. He will listen to anything anybody tells you. It's like, here, we got to give you a shot of nanites. Why? Uh, I don't know. It's not a virus that will kill everyone you come into contact with and you eventually. Oh, okay. okay. Perfect. That's, that sounds I'm good. I'm just then. making sure. Because I was nervous for a second, but I'm... T- I'm you I'm, have assuaged my fears. 
My mind is at ease now. <laughs> All right, send me on the death mission. Huh? The Secretary of State. It's like, yes, Snake, we are in social studies class. Now please quiet down. The children are trying to learn. <laughs> huh? Duke of New York. Balance a of powers. <laughs> You're A number one. Ah, uh, yes. I don't have anything to report on uh, video games. Really? I have not played anything new. I wish I'd played more Metal Gear. I just got to the part where your bitchy girlfriend shows up. Oh, it's no. like, yeah, this is a lot better than Mei Ling. You didn't have to try hard to get past. A snake, Confucius say, walk <laughs> twice into door. You are stupid. <laughs> it's like, at this point, I would have preferred the mildly racist Chinese girl. <laughs> it's like, hey, Raiden, do you know what tomorrow is? If a girl asks you that, it's probably your anniversary. <laughs> I thought Ryden was, was the mildly racist Chinese girl. <laughs> I thought he was the annoying chick. <laughs> the answer is both. Let's see. I don't. Um, I don't remember how it is in Twin Snakes, but I they redubbed it all, and I think they removed her accent. But seriously, it was like Snake want to save your game. I mean, so sorry. <laughs> Snake oh, Meryl! Long time. She can't even pronounce Meryl. <laughs> that R and L is just in too close succession. What's really funny is like, how do they? What does a Chinese accent sound like in Japanese? I mean, I'm sure Japanese people know, but uh, I'm I'm sure Japanese people have some incredibly hyperbolic way of making it even more racist than it is. They're not too fond of the mainlanders. I don't oh. know. I guess. The the only thing I've played besides that is R-Type Tactics, which is okay. Like I said last week, strategy's kind of weak. Fan service is all right. I'm glad to see my boy, the uh, the Principality, make an appearance. Nice. But I don't think the hot conductor's in the game, and that was like my favorite ship. I would totally have something to say about Ninja Gaiden 2 if my rebate check from the government would ever get here. The government? The government. I don't know if... My, see, mine went to my parents' house. For some strange reason, my direct deposit didn't work. So I don't even know if it's there yet. Maybe that's what's happening to me, because I thought... Kathy claims that she signed us up for direct deposit, but I don't believe it. Well, we I got... would have had it already. You haven't gotten your tax return? No, we got... I think we got the tax return. I'm talking about my stimulus check. We actually yeah. did not get a tax return. We ended up owing money. What? Doesn't Kathy make $3 an hour? Well, the problem is she... Uh, because she worked for the AmeriCorps, she got a... Um, an education award, and that actually counts as earned income. So we just got walloped this year because she. The thing that like staves off your student loans. Yeah, well, they, that's they don't, really it, weak. That yeah, they they basically count as income the amount that the AmeriCorps pays towards your student loans. Well, which then, is what the super hell weak. is the point? That's she can just saying. get a real job, <laughs> make more money, and put five thousand dollars of that money towards her student loans. Yeah, it was pretty when uh when that happened I was pretty pissed. So I'm not waiting on my tax return, I'm waiting on my stimulus check. Yeah. I'll be putting that to, to good use. I get I guess I'm actually saving money now. It's kinda weird. Saving money? Yeah, it's kinda I don't know. I'm like what? I ran out of expensive electronics. <laughs> I was talking to one of my coworkers the other day. He was like, Do you know much about um H D TVs? And I was like, I guess I own one. He's like, Oh yeah, what do you own? I was like, I got the Bravia. 40 inch he's like yeah that's the one i looked for and he's like 
if you don't mind me asking, how much did you pay for it? And first of all, I was like, mind? I'm not like apologetic about, but whatever. I was like, yeah, about about two grand, a little more. And he's apparently they're like half as much now. And I was like, God, I hate the rapid curve of technology. Well, you bought yours like three years ago, didn't you? <clears throat> uh, probably like two years ago, but eleven hundred bucks in two years that hurts eleven hundred I didn't realize it was that much that's, that's what crazy. he told me yeah and I, like I got the cheap bravia, but the difference between the cheap like there's three levels of bravia, and the difference between the first level and the second level is an extra HDMI port, and the difference between the second level and the third level is a plastic frame what? And somehow the plastic frame is like a $300 bump in price. Huh. When I was buying the thing, I was like looking through all the different models. And I was like, this can't be it. Like, that doesn't make any sense. But apparently it does. I remember, do you, have you seen those uh, commercials? Or remember a while ago where there was that HDTV that would detect the color that was at the edge of your screen and then project that onto the wall around the TV? And yeah, that would somehow like vaguely. enhance your viewing experience. Yeah, it's like, Hooray. what does that even do? <laughs> God, I don't have enough money to waste. Somebody give me a reason to waste more money. Well, so I was just thinking it'd be funny if you had like a yellow wall, so everything was yeah. just slightly off tint. <laughs> it's like this isn't Why, working. I think Nothing if you have works. a yellow wall, you have more problems than your TV. <laughs> Paint that wall a different color. Who has a yellow wall? People, sometimes. Stupid people. Maybe, like, people who raise chicks. <laughs> so that the chicks blend in. And then their friends come over. It's like, hey, want to watch a football game? And they're, okay. they're like, okay. And then all these, like, chicks swarm them from above. <laughs> or you just pull a oh, lever. No. They all fall from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I hate coming it's over here. It's revenge for my many years in the chicken factory. Driven mad by his time in the chicken factory. He took his wrath out on the surrounding populace. That sounds like a job, like a terrible. <laughs> he movie. took his own life. <laughs> yeah, and it possessed a flock of chicks. The chick executioner. The chick executioner. <laughs> he kills you with chickens. It takes a very long time. I don't know, man. If you got a swarm of chickens going, I feel like they. Can what kill are they going to do? They're going to kill you with their feathery down. Well, not like full-grown chickens. I'm talking about babies. I'm imagining uncomfortable things of, like, lots of chickens forcing their way down there in my throat. Oh, I was thinking butt, but okay. Uh, the throat's also scary. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you have to go to the hospital. He doesn't actually kill you. just makes you really embarrassed in front of the doctor. It's I, like, uh, honestly, I don't, I don't, there was this guy. He said he was the chick's executioner. He said now his reign of terror would be unleashed upon mankind, and now there's seven baby chickens in my butt. <laughs> and it's like, buddy, I'm a doctor. You don't need to lie to me. You need I'm to lie to the police officer who is waiting outside. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about doctor patient privilege. Your ass is going to jail, sicko. Well, doctor patient privilege does not apply in situations where you are likely to cause harm to yourself, others, or you use chickens in some sort of crazy sexual way. <laughs> that's the, the lesser-known third part of that clause. Yeah, that, that's the end of the Hippocratic Oath. Yeah. Do no harm, unless that motherfucker's doing some freaky shit with chickens. <laughs> in which case, do what you must. You're a doctor. You got like ten ways to kill him in that room. 
Most of them would never be detected. Most of them with chickens. <laughs> One of the chickens made its way to his heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like don't it's don't move cause. too quickly. You might dislodge that clump of chicks associated in your uh The irony there. Killed by what I sought treatment for. Whatever. Metal Gear Solid Vision Quest continues. Perhaps someday I will actually play through Metal Gear Solid 3. I doubt it very much. Probably not. But I'm still kinda interested in four. Um I was reading reviews of it today, and I'm glad at least one magazine took the same approach, which is Edge, the, like, UK one. Everyone else, it's like, it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece of all masterpieces. If there was a masterpiece, forget about it, because it wasn't. (laughs) In fact, I don't even know why we had the word before this game came out. Except maybe for Grand Theft Auto, but we've already forgotten about that. Yeah. God, one thing that really got me incensed is I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about Metal Gear Solid, Grand Theft Auto, and Ninja Gaiden 2. And they're like, I think one of the problems with Ninja Gaiden 2 is that it doesn't really feel like uh, a progression of the format. And then they go on to say, whereas Grand Theft Auto and Metal Gear Solid do. I can't speak to Metal Gear Solid, but Grand Theft Auto felt exactly the same as everyone that's come before it. Yeah, I think that people claim that there's this grandness of scope about Grand Theft Auto that, uh, you know, I, I maybe I'm just missing the forest for the trees, but it seems like pretty much the same game to me. I, think I got it. How can you say that it's a progression in the format when it's there's just like, it's the same stuff. And if you like that, that's fine. Like, I don't necessarily need Ninja Gaiden 2 to be any more progressive than Ninja Gaiden 1. I really like Ninja Gaiden 1, and I would accept just more of it. But there is no way that Ninja Gaiden 2 was any less progressive than Grand Theft Auto was in their respective genres. Yeah. Otherwise, we just have varying, like, wildly varying definitions of progression. (laughs) Yeah, I don't... Like, GPS... That's not really that revolutionary. The ability to perform a combo on a guy, like, yeah, you're really shaking up the Grand Theft Auto world now, Rainmaker. Well, yeah, I love it how, the, yeah, they, they add, you know, you have a combo system in your sandbox game. It's like, wow, that's shocking and amazing. That You, you must have been the first guy to ever think of that. Well, it's also like a combo? Really? That's what's astounding? Somebody better give that guy a medal. Somebody better give that guy all the medals. <laughs> we ran out because we gave them all to him. I don't, he can't even come to work anymore. They're too heavy. He's wearing them all at the same time. We tell him to Dude, take them off. There were combos. He's got lead poisoning in now. Double dragon. <laughs> Adding combos doesn't bring your genre forward. It catches you up to twenty yeah. years ago. You were behind, like by a lot. <laughs> it's like finally, guys. Now people can punch people more than once in the face. <laughs> can I? Yeah. You know what I, else we thought of? A life bar. You geniuses ever figure that one out? See, it's a bar, and it has your life in it. Perfect ten. I wish there was a bigger number. I think we should increase the scale. I'm this giving review. this one a 300 out of 300. I mean, the ratio's the same, but whatever. Number's would, bigger. It's 300 out of 10. That's how <laughs> good it is. It's like, See, this is the equivalent of... At least 30 other 10 games. It's so good. 
Like if you took 30 Halo 3s and put them all next to each other, that'd be like Grand Theft Auto. We'll take one of the Halo 3s out and put Metal Gear Solid 4 in there. Whatever. Did people really give Metal Gear Solid 4 a perfect 10? Uh, basically. I mean, what's the difference between a 10 out of 10 and a 99 out of 100? Do you ever feel like... I just feel like this is the the hype machine generating... You know, yeah, they, it's like this infinite they, these feedback games loop. Were, they were destined to get a 10 because, just because they had to. Like, you know, video games, or at least it seems like video game critics, are seeking to legitimize their genre. So they get incredibly excited about these games that are supposedly going to advance the art form. And yeah. it's almost like they, they can't fail. Otherwise, everything yeah, then, that we've sort of built that, around them then falls Then it's to not pieces. art. They're like, yeah. this needs to be art. Like, if we don't say it is, then we're screwed. I mean, come on, do even, like, even intelligent people, there are smart people that like Metal Gear Solid. And, come on, guys, like, I hope Spankminister's not, and I don't think he is, he's not sitting there and being like, yes, art. <laughs> like, you can like Metal Gear Solid, and that's fine. For the most part, I don't. The first game was, like, great, and, like, really... The, Kojima did like a lot of brilliant things, and it's it's definitely different from uh, from a lot of things that came before it. But art, are soap operas art? Because that's kind of the level of quality that the Metal Gear Solids got going for it. Oh geez, it's true. And like that's if you're gonna like Resident Evil or Metal Gear Solid, that's the reason you should like it, because it's just so over the top. And yeah. there are people who will like it for that, and there are people that who will hate it for that. And what more can you say beyond that? Like, art? Come on, guys. There are games out there that are art. But I don't. I would not consider Metal Gear Solid in one of them. Had a lot of good things going for it. Yeah. It's a blockbuster movie, not an art house film. Yeah, and I'm totally willing to accept that. Like, it's weird, though. Um, transitioning directly from one to two... It's like the the changes in the gameplay hit you right in the face. Really? It's like it's just crazy how much better the gameplay was in two, but also just how different it was. To the point where at one point in the second one, I ran out of bullets for the tranquilizer gun, and I actually had to play it the real way, like the Metal Gear Solid One way. And I was like, "Oh man, right, this is like kind of hard." <laughs> <laughs> Gotta sneak around, choke them out. <laughs> Da, 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 da. I will say, Graziella was on board with the cardboard box. And nice. how could you not be? Why What's would you that investigate box doing a box? There? Huh? 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 A cardboard box. I forget what was it. Maybe it's in like the first one where it's like if you uh, call somebody with the box equipped, it's like a cardboard box is an essential part of any sneaking arsenal. <laughs> you are correct. Indeed. I've used there. it many times. Just curl up inside a large printer box and take a nap. I just want to end it there. The end?
Huh? The end? The end? The end? The Metal Gear Solid boss. No. Or you can, like, fast-forward the PlayStation, like, two weeks, and then it'll just die. Sweet. God, there's so many things in Metal Gear Solid that I at least want to experience. But to get there is just so painful. Yeah. I hear there's a really great beach on the other side of Death Valley, but I'm not going to walk there. I don't know. I've already seen the end of Metal Gear Solid. I know that the quadruple cross happens. But that's like an M. Night Shyamalan movie, to bring it back to the beginning of the podcast. You knew it was coming before you entered the theater. Oh, Wells. You ready to put the stop on this one? Yep, I'm stopping the recording now. All right. I as am as well. Logging in, hacking the matrix, oh, not a K, matrix, I am the one. Just waiting for Dave, always waiting for Dave. Playing with the volume on the mobile preamp. Louder? 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 Softer. Louder? <laughs>